old coffee shop that's now a new one. Um, and I looked in there, it used to be spilt milk. And mm. uh, I looked in and I was like, oh, this is where I met Lydia. Yep. <laughs> the first yeah, I, was, I was looking for a death doula. I was on the hunt for a death doula. Yeah. And that's how we met. <laughs> yeah, you were on a mission. And I was so excited about how clear you were and already understood the, the work I do and the fact that, you know, there even is this role. Like, so what I do is, you know, just right to come into people's lives where there's a need around um, care or preparation or uh, whatever that sort of whatever the gaps in care are during that sort of final transition, I come in as a, a stopgap and fill and uh, maybe ease some of the anxiety or fear for some people or I think that's one of the things I'm most proud of and honored to do in this work is to meet every individual and their families where they are in need because it's it's completely unique every time. So, uh, you know, that I was able to step in and help your loved ones uh, and it was unique and kind of walk them through that journey and know that just by being there, they had a little bit of extra comfort and uh, um, peace around something that was just inevitably going to be terribly hard and nobody wants their loved one to go. And so how can I take away the peripheral ick around that so that they can just really focus on loving their person? So that's why I love doing the death doula work. And then I was beyond excited to learn about what you do and how it tied in like no wonder you understood this work um, because you're working with people who are aware of or needing to confront or work with aging so yeah tell me more in sort of like for an every way everyone way what it is like what <laughs> makes brought you to gerontology <laughs> why everybody needs a gerontologist yeah trust me i'm a gerontologist we have a bumper sticker that says that um I'm Lydia Manning. I'm a gerontologist by training and vocation. Um, I will say training because uh, I've spent uh, many, many years studying it. I have, I hold a PhD in gerontology um, that I earned from Miami of Ohio in 2011. Um, but before that, I spent time in the field working on a master's degree. Um, I say vocation because for me, being a gerontologist is truly a calling. I'll often say that I feel like gerontology chose me. I can't imagine not working in some capacity in an aging space, um, be it teaching, be it educating, be it entrepreneurially in business, um, be it guiding, be it coaching, um, consulting. I've, I work in a variety of of spaces, but um, a gerontologist is somebody who studies um, and is truly an expert in the multidimensionality of growing older. So I study aging, the psychosocial, um, cultural aspects of aging. Um, I also study how society shapes aging individuals and how larger populations of people aging shape society. And so I will often say you can't think about aging um, without thinking about mortality. And there are a lot of people in the aging field who really are death phobic, which has yeah. always been intriguing to me. I always, I, when I teach, I tell my students in 1900, aging and mortality weren't correlated. A six month old, a six year old, a 16 year old, and a 60 year old had the same risk for death. 
right? And then we introduced medicines and we we changed how we how we die, right? We 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 quelled infectious disease. That meant people lived longer. And so now in 2023, aging and mortality, aging and death are highly correlated. Um, and so to be able to talk about aging and not talk about dying feels feels I don't know, it doesn't feel holistic to me. So I come to the aging space with an appreciation of the mortality piece too, longevity, mortality, and morbidity. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's who I am as a gerontologist. You'll meet different people who have different brands of it. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a researcher as well. And so for me, it's, it's taking everything that I've come to understand about aging, mainly from interviewing older adults, many of whom have been women, um, and taking all that information and being able to um, distill it down to themes or to variables or to or experiences, and then being able then to teach other people how to operationalize what I know about aging and aging well and optimal aging into your everyday own lived practice and experience. And that to me feels exciting. Um, you know, I think there's, there's aging doesn't have to be terrifying. We can recognize that it's a paradox. There's some really complicated, challenging, hard things associated with aging. There are some beautiful, green, liberating ones. Um, but I think if we can learn how to age from others' experiences, from the people we've watched, from our mentors, if we can learn it, then we can teach it. And so I feel like there's there's that teaching piece that holds promise. And I know I Tiffany have heard you talk about in your work how 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 the education piece is so important because there's so much that we don't know about dying, about how loved our loved ones die or how we die. And I think when people don't have knowledge, they get really anxious. And then there's a lot of fear. And I think the same is true about aging. You know, it's like there's so much mystery. And when there's mystery, then there's there's room for make up a narrative in your own head to make sense of it. And so sometimes that can be, <laughs> I wouldn't say dangerous work, but I think it's usually a good idea to have informed narratives that you make up. <laughs> well, I love that because you do talk about, or, or the way you talk, it reminds me that like, I mean, you are a risk taker in that sense, or we are when we right. talk about, we challenge those conversations. We're, we're constantly in, um, a space where because no one talks about it and it's this taboo, then <laughs> whether it's about aging, whether it's about dying, I, I love, I just, I love the challenge of finding, okay, what is, what's the language that's going to work? What is it that, um, yes, informs and educates, but really gets people thinking because it's really, you can only know so much. Okay, it's one level to actually be curious enough to, to learn what are your options, but then to actually take action and do something yeah. about it. That's where I I'm think, just like, yeah. The actionizing, right? That's where the rubber meets the road. And maybe that's also part of the work we do, who we are, why we were brought together, right? I remember our conversation um, at Spilt Milk and thinking, how, like, I just felt like I knew you in a different place in time and that there was like something important we were going to do together. Right. Yeah, and it just right? felt like, yeah, I don't know what it's going to be yet. I've, and I, I have said it before, but I feel like I've been, I've been pregnant for something for quite a while. Right. I feel like I'm getting ready to birth something. And, cool. and I think this work around aging and around dying and around women and around new identities and new language and, 
and new ways to make sense of this is part of that. And it's exciting. It is. I love to share it. Right. And I love that it's like literally born from our, both of our collective interests in that final stage. And yet we're talking about a birth because it is a cycle. (laughs) And it's like, what does it mean? That's yeah. It it comes back around. Uh, Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think there is, this is the time I think people want to have connection and community and see each other. Um, it's so deeply necessary. I think we've been in a in a world that's been all about individual individuality. And that's understandable. Like that had to come from something else, right? It's just part of our evolution. But so there's been so much separating and individuality. And then of course loneliness when we're separated during pandemic times and what that did for people in their psyche. And now I think there's this craving to come back together and see one another, especially when there's also so much division in the world. And we're trying to find a way to see one another as the humanity, bring the humanity back in. And this is, I think, our way of doing that together. And I think we will. I think we're going to do a great job. I think people will love spending time with our Goofy. I know. I'm excited (laughs) to go to our retreat, right? Even if it's just the two of us. No, I'm kidding. It's fine with me. Honestly, more time for us to go on and on about it. (laughs) No, it'll be great. I think think women just think when thinking about our friends. I mean, we have these organic conversations when we gather, you know, I mean, it's like, if it's in a more formal sense, like your death over dinners, or if it's just all of us, when we come together to like drink wine and hang out in the yard, I, I hear it. And when I start to hear it in sort of these common shared spaces, people are wanting and craving it. And I feel like, okay, let's offer it. And that's what we're doing, right? We're offering. It's born from, you're right, what people have voiced a craving for Mm -hmm. totally agree with you um i have to uh um do what i've been told and introduce myself because i keep not doing that (laughs) (laughs) so hi i am tiffany johnson i am a death doula a death care educator a body worker an artist um a humanitarian, hopefully, and somebody who is um, interested in gathering women in this, wise women in this space, because uh, I kind of just want to be surrounded by really awesome <laughs> people. So selfishly, that's what I'm all about for this. But yeah, on a bigger scale, I think you and I just hanging out together is more than enough too. <laughs> so we'll keep up with that. I feel grateful. I feel like we, we, we get to have these conversations, right. And instead of we have to, and I feel like in the aging space and the dying space, the age space, the death space, you know, when you encounter people on the street or in the bar in the coffee shop, what do you do? Who are you? And then they look at you like you have two heads when you tell them, Oh, I work, you know, I'm a gerontologist. I work with older adults or I'm, I work with end of life transitions. I'm a doula. And they're like, it can't, it doesn't, it's almost jarring to some people. And I just think, wow, like I feel, I feel blessed and grateful that I, through many of just life circumstances, happenstance, I had things happen to me early in my years um, that really forced me to brush up against age and death. Um, And it feels like a gift to be able to, to have to be able to have these conversations and hold space with others while they converse about it. 
yeah. it feels special. And I feel like, gosh, if I think it's so special, I should be sharing it with people. And mm. that's also what excites me about the retreat is that we get to share. Yeah, I love that. I know. Yeah, that's going to be wonderful. Mm, so much good stuff to dig into. <laughs> and we'll make some fun stuff too together. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk, but we'll also, I think, create. Yeah. Really do art. We're gonna make art. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna do rituals. Oh. We're gonna do yoga. We're gonna eat because oh, yeah. it's energy work, right? And so with energy work comes hunger. And so we're gonna feed and nourish Nourishing. ourselves yeah. in all kinds of wonderful ways. Yeah, and meet people where they're at spiritually and non-spiritually, whatever that looks like. I can't wait to have yeah. conversations around divine feminine and mm -hmm. that. What is that? that? What does that mean? yeah super stoked wisdom what does wisdom mean spirituality how do we how do we experience all of that and name it and create language that works for us which i think is exciting too yeah sweet all right my dear this has been lovely thank you for yes, being thank um, you we will do it next time maybe with a glass of wine or something too <laughs> blessed be Blessed be. And all right. Well, wishing everybody um, a great amount of grace and space to cultivate and create what you want your life to look like. Um, thank you for joining us. I'm Tiffany. This is my dearest friend, Lydia. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.